0: Hey folks, my name is NovaWing24 and welcome to the first episode of the 3 Grumpy Simmers for 2019. So uh, joining me yeah. once again for another year of grumpiness is of course my two other grumpy colleagues. I am joined by Sergio from Helisimmer.com. Hey guys. And of course we are joined once again by our purple hat wearing Tomcat aficionado,
1: <laughs> Mr. Belgeode. <laughs> two more weeks baby two more weeks <laughs> yeah, <literally. laughs>
0: this time, Anytime, yeah. baby. so so uh we're gonna we're gonna pre- preface with this by saying um this has been already been we, we are continuing on our um our, our illustrious uh continuing skills is not only being the three grumpy simmers but being the three technically challenged simmers um all sorts of technical gremlins have happened to us, uh, including at the moment where we're having to come to us via uh, by by a mobile cellular device at the moment, thanks to uh, Belgium and above us. So thanks, Ru, for, for coming in on that one. Um, uh-huh. So it's been a highly entertaining uh, evening already slash morning for some. Anyway, but we want to um, bring on to this. It's, yes, uh, I think we're going to start doing a blooper reel, I think. But anyway... Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is way bigger than the actual episode, right? <laughs> yeah. You can probably get better feedback on the blooper reel. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the blooper reel, you know, coming soon, TM. Anyway, um, so so we're going to be talking about something which is ostensibly, you know, it is partially related to, to our beloved flight simmers, uh, flight simming. Um, But in a way, it's also related to um, software in general and the way it's being handled um, in in this day and age. Uh, Particularly, I feel, particularly in the gaming world, though I'm tending to believe possibly it's also being handled like this outside the gaming world as well. Um, And that's this notion of... Open betas and um, the development life cycle, development cycles, and especially early development um, roadmaps of products. Um, now, this has come around about for, for various reasons, um, and, and most notably, a, a couple of most notable things in, in the recent past in the fact that we have products like yeah, uh, we've got uh, several sims, which and 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 modules and sort of add-ons for sims that come out and are released uh, in a unfinished state um and brought to the market early on and um they're basic and 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 it gets labeled as early access um when the product is essentially not fit for market um whether that be because it's still in a very early alpha stage of development whether it's simply because that um it's fairly well along but there are some major game-breaking um uh, bugs in it at that time, and they, you know whatever reason it's it's being brought to the market. So we want to talk about how this change in development attitudes over the last I'm probably going to venture out and say probably the last twenty years. Um, and, and Sergio, I'm going to defer to your experience here on whether it's been longer than that. Um, the, whether these changing attitudes and how they're actually impacting us, because I mean, for me, I, I'm going to look at this. Uh, I'm going to start by saying, I'm going to look at, you know, st- straight away. The first one that comes to mind for me um, is Flight Sim world. Um, if Sim world was released to the market as early access. Um, and then they move from early access into a full release. When really was it actually well, one yeah, should, one should it? have even have been in early access for a start. Um, and mm. two, um, was it ready to go to market with, with its full release when it was?
2: Yeah, well, um, <clears throat> you know my opinion, guys. We talked about this. Uh, I don't think FSW was ready to be. I think that the fact that they have released it, that it was the full version, was just a matter of keeping up with a, an internal schedule, internal timeline, mm-hmm. um, just so that the investors would be happy with the fact that the team was uh, developing inside a certain schedule, which was probably already, uh, very much late down the road to considering what they were expecting to seem to be released with hmm. the thing is, you know, I see this early, early access, um, as a good thing and a bad thing. And, um, one of the things that we need to understand or try to understand is why is this early access dash alpha dash beta trend started hmm. and, um, I think that this trend started because small companies needed to get funding for uh, for their game development, and it's not it's not just um, it's not just the same thing. It's something that comes from uh, from uh, other games, um, and very especially, uh, I think that you know the, whole, the the major boom started when Steam uh, went out with the Greenlight program, in oh. which developers could have could yeah. have the ability to uh, To get their games on the, on on the market, basically, and start doing some pre pre-rele- pre releases of the software, and this this is um. So, so is, basically... it, is it is it is it
0: basically a money grab? Mm-hmm. It, is, is, is 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 early access and, and, and beta the just fund.
2: purely a money a, a money grab? This is this is crowdfunding with a different name. It's just like you use uh, crowdfunding platforms like. GoFundMe and Kickstarter and whatnot but instead of using those platforms you are selling uh, selling people away for them to have early access to a game that's not finished and get some money from uh, from people I don't see this as a I wouldn't say that it's a money grabbing thing on you no know, not on on a, on a bad way uh, not in a bad way where they are just trying to grab money they are trying to fund games in a way uh, that they would probably not be able to fund Uh, because, let's face it, investors are not... But we're not
0: talking talking about, you know, indie developers anymore here. Like, we're talking about AAA titles here. Like, we're talking about EA and Anthem. And this was what really bugged me. So, you know, EA and the the Anthem release. So, EA offered...
2: We're talking about two different things. We're talking about (laughs) two different...
0: But, no, (laughs) no, we're We're still offering... We're offering early (laughs) access and beta, and we're going, you know... Yeah, I
2: know know what you're saying, Mm. and what I'm when I'm, I'm saying that it's not a bad thing and it's some source it's a, it's a way of, of companies to, to crowdfund their projects, I'm talking about how it started the thing mm-hmm. is
0: yeah okay yeah, yeah, where sure. it
2: added to, okay this started as a way for companies independent indie companies to uh, to fund their games. Um, because they had no access to investors or investors would not be interested on their on their games and so uh, with this crowdfunding thing with this uh, early access they were able to actually release their games and there are some good games out there that were crowdfunding or funded through early early access mm. but then you have the big companies that and now you can use a money-grabbing expression because that's exactly how I feel. Well,
1: they've learned from the indies that have been doing all this Exactly, because, you know,
2: we we can have a cushion because we already have the critical mass, we already have thousands of guys following us and following our games, and we can start making money earlier than we would if we if we were going to start selling the, the, the game, you know, one or two years from now. And that is the bad part of the thing. And that's where things started to derail, in my opinion. You know, it's not just a way of small companies to get funded, but big company it's a way for big companies to actually grab money and show the investors that the game, uh, I think that a lot of the times they're just, trying to show the investors that the game is valid and that the community is interested so that, you know, they don't just grab the money from the people that it's, Purchasing early access, but they are going to grab money from grab more money from the investors. I would be surprised if some of the investors would make early access some 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 of a clause in the contract Mm -hmm. in which you know we are going okay, we're willing to spend 100 million on this game. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you 50 million, but if by this time you get into early access and you get like I don't know. 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 purchases of early access—we're going to release the rest of the money. Now, this is this started. This um, early access thing, in my opinion, start stop just being a way for small developers to get money f- to fund their programs, but started acting as a barometer for investors to know if they should keep investing on the certain title and, and- or just. Stop it. Mm. And to me, that seems to be a horribly
0: dangerous way of doing it because you end up, when you have a situation where you have, you know, titles stuck in, in permanent beta or, you know, permanent states of early access or, quite frankly, you've got titles that is completely abandoned um, in early access, you really sour this taste of what early access means. And then... Um, you've got other things and again sort of moving on with that AAA one is, is it sort of like um, i it was the anthem release going yep you know we're releasing it early so we can get feedback and whatever oh but uh, oh sorry not not anthem um Fallout 76 so fallout 76 fallout 76 yeah we're gonna open this to, as a as a open beta to everyone who pre-orders so you can give us feedback and help us find the bugs and help us you know, improve and finish the product which on the surface sounds great except they have a hard release date.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And if, that If you're in, if you're each. in
0: beta and development, you don't have a hard release date. Hence, two that's more weeks.
1: Thing.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. And I think this is destroying the community. This is destroying the industry. And you have a huge example. Look, let's let's just let's go back to FSX, okay? In which um we had someone that was very passionate about aviation, Bill Gates, yep. in front of Microsoft, and we had the AC Studio. And um, yes, we had someone putting the money for uh, AC Studio to release a product. And um, back then there was a beta version, but it was an internal beta version. Hmm. People had access, people who had access to this. it wasn't an early release. It was an actual was the beta team. I was part of the beta team for FSX and you know we would get the software and download the software and use the software to actually test the software and provide the team with feedback and then they would release a full blown product what has happened to FSW FSW could be a tremendous product and it was destroyed by the community it was destroyed by the it was destroyed by the investors you know it was destroyed by uh, by the, the industry itself in this ecosystem of the uh, company and developers. And it was just, you know, ripped apart. It was not given a fighting chance because all of a sudden someone saw the numbers of early access and said, it's not going to work. Okay. And we're talking about a product, for which people mm. were already biased about. The versions that were coming out. Were well, yeah, and that, and that early, bias came early, down to certain certain early, members yeah. of the community that shall
0: remain yeah, nameless. Brandazio. No, <clears throat> um, yeah,
2: but the thing is, it, it, Tristan, it doesn't matter yeah. because the thing is, we were provided with a copy of a of a product hmm. that was very much freaking finished. So people start complaining about an unfinished product. And then Dovetail Games is something even more stupid. I'm sorry, but it is, which is <laughs> call, which is what was called the final version or the stable of a game when clearly it wasn't finished. What I still should can't they believe I did that anyway. Yeah. The thing is, many years ago, 20 years ago or plus, companies were risking, you know, investors were actually risking their money Mm. to fund a game so that developers would finish the game, the help of an internal beta team, Mm. release the finished game, polished game, all sorted out, all ready for shipment with all the known bugs ironed out. Mm. And then the community would receive the finished game and Mm -hmm. the numbers would talk by themselves. By providing people with an unfinished software, when you already have some bias behind it, no matter who those persons would buy, it doesn't matter. But you know, there was already some drags some some weight around around the product, and you release something that it's not finished to the crowds, and you you will just decide what is going to happen. Because Lufthansa said this, they just decided to quit on developing fsw because the numbers of the pre-sales were not up what they expected to be so they destroyed the product even before it was finished because some numbers for pre-sales for a freaking alpha version were not up to what they expected it to be yeah. come on guys i mean no.
1: seriously was a lot of uh, it was missing the, a lot of features.
2: I, I would that's, I, a, I would that's the close... thing, it's a pre alpha because an alpha. I'm sorry, there's an alpha is when you close the features, even if they have yeah, lights, close the, list, close yeah. the features, mm. there were a lot of freaking hacking product guys. Is what it is, even it was even an alpha, mm. you know, when things got out of the development team for FSX, it was in a beta version. All the features was, were in. There were bugs, and we're just helping ironing the bugs and reporting the bugs and f- helping fixing the product. Yeah,
0: which is which is, what, is which is what a beta should be. Is is
2: yeah. It's right. yeah. As you said It's right. It's a closed feature list. So, and yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay with open betas, mind you. I'm okay with open betas. You know, it, sometimes. It's easier to have an internal beta uh, with a small group of people ironing the big bugs and then you just open it to to other people, you know, for them to try on their on their AMDs and on their Intels and their Vives and on their rips and whatever software it's out there and you hardware know, is out there. And now you and you can pinpoint some problems which are specific to a certain combination of software and hardware and fix fix all things. I'm okay with an open beta. But I think the open beta should not be uh, something that you should pay for. You know, it's it yeah. be something that should be you can you can release it to the public with an ending date, and you can say, okay, this is an open beta, and in three months this is just going to stop working, and after that we will we may have another open beta to fix some other stuff, or we are just, you know, releasing the the the, the, the final product. Mm-hmm. But I'm not okay with you paying to test product, and I'm not okay with so, people having and, access and, and to and that's, software that's not finished.
0: And, and that's what I'm sort of sort of leading into, um, because you know we're talking about here and. And, you know, I'm, I'm, going to call it, I'm going to call it what it is, which is DCS is incredibly notorious for this, and I have mm-hmm. incredibly serious issues with several of the developers um, uh, in that platform, you know, mm-hmm. with basically going, you know, leaving something and and just, just yeah, okay, Raz-Bam, straight up. It's like, the way they treated the, the FSX and the FS9 community uh, and the repair community when they with their in, ignore, you know, ignomious exit from the ESP platform, um, and then they yeah. moved over onto um, mm. yeah, they moved over onto onto DCS. And you know, good luck to them, go go guys. But then you're asking for money for, and, and again, and it goes back to to Sergio, what you're just saying. You 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 you're demanding a full price tag, not like a you know five bucks here you're asking for what well, what was what was the mirage when it first came out what was it 60 bucks
1: mm, i don't even remember that's not one of the modules that i have but well, yeah but it's,
2: it's the wrong attitude
0: it's wrong. Yeah. It's it. It, it, yeah. you're paying you're paying a fully completed module price for something that from everyone who's flying it that tells me talks to me it says that it's still not fixed you know it's mm. better than it was when it was first released but you pay for again, as you said, Sergio. You're paying for an alpha, and you know I'm oh, reading. I'm reading. I'm reading the DCS update list as part of you know the the, the news wrap every week, and going there's it. Uh, you know says this feature of the Hornet or this feature of you know the F eighty six and stuff like this is still needs to be put in. I'm like, how are you selling this product? And it's like, well, well it's it's mm-hmm. early access. It's a beta product. It's early access. I'm like. I'm paying for something that's not finished. That all the features you're telling me, as you said, Sergio, rightly. Yeah, yeah. Goes to beta when the feature list is finished.
1: <laughs> so they've literally gotten away with it. They've made us all paying guinea pigs. <laughs> that's really and, what it boils down to. And this is
0: this is. What and of I think. course,
1: everybody's going to do it because you know they realize DCS also has the quality when it comes to the product. So, I mean, it's actually worth a $70, $80 price. But here's the thing, though. I don't think that the average person who buys into the early access Mm. even gets the part of the whole experience where you've got to report whatever bugs you find. (laughs) You know? They're looking at it as like, yeah. here's a free preview, but it's not really free. you got to pay for it. <laughs>
0: it's like, why is this not working? It's like, well, we'll
2: start reporting the bugs. But uh, the whole, so, <laughs> so is, <laughs> this, so a, is, is this an natural. issue? It's just normal. This is just normal for people. It's, it's not working. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's early access. It's just like, and most of these guys are not helping developers. You have a cat behind you, and I think he's, he's going to attack someone, Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> well, three, three,
0: three Grumpy Simmers and one confused cat. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah but, but the thing so, is... So, so, so have, have we, as a gaming community, been misled? Like, have we accepted something, a new status quo and a new status normal because, like, like you said, you I, I remember the day. Like, I remember beta testing a little revolutionary title called Dark Rain many, many, many years ago, and that was the thing: is that it was, it was mailed to me on a CD. It was, you know, it was, mm-hmm. you know, sent out in the post. You installed it, you played it, you found the bugs, you wrote them down, and you sent them off. Um, and, the if and if you didn't, and if you didn't, if you didn't, or if you didn't interact with the team
1: you removed from the team you, yeah
0: and you removed yeah. 90 from that beta of that product you were removed from the beta list of everybody yeah so you actually you would actually help develop the product
1: yeah and, uh, and, and that was I'm, the thing I'm...
0: is and and you know it had a it was you know it was fully featured but it had a time lock on it so once it hit a certain date like the you know uh, 70 months or whatever it would yeah, stop working so the thing. i yeah, contributed the to thing. dark rain actually working so that was great but I never paid for that. That was a volunteer role. I volunteered my time, so I made the commitment mm-hmm. of going. That's fine. So,
2: are we? You were you were actually <laughs> paying, you're actually paying for it because you were giving your time. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm paying for it right. because I'm financially.
0: Time. Yeah, you didn't yeah, pay for but financially, yeah, but
2: right. different. Yeah, but it's completely different, right? We... We're helping develop a product. You know,
0: and, and I was happy to give that to the, to the community because I was wanting to help out. But the thing is, is that are we um, getting? you know as again it goes back to my question just then is like are we as a community getting a bit confused and if we lost sight of as you rightly said Drew what is a beta like do you, you know are we supposed to you know people are supposed to feedback in the data and are we allowing ourselves to be exploited and how do we change those attitudes I should we change yeah, those attitudes that's, that's the other question is that is this now the new should this be the new thing are we okay with paying money to take on the role of a qa tester
1: yes and that's the weird thing about it because there are definitely pros and cons i mean obviously if you're buying into a product as a consumer you want to have the best possible product Mm. really that's not going to happen unless you have like a level of faith and trust in developers themselves like if Eagle Dynamics weren't the people that Eagle Dynamics are. They've already proven themselves to me, at least as a commodity, with the modules that have come out in the past that have left beta. And believe it or not, occasionally they do leave beta. I'm sorry, what? They leave beta? What? (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) It happens from time to time. Um, But yeah, you know, a company like that, since that's known to be their modus operandi, but they stand behind their product, you know, they have very stringent measures and so on and so forth for me it's a little bit easier a pill to swallow but you know conversely you also have something like star citizen which from the ground up from day one they said you're paying for this you're paying for this if you want to buy into this game here you buy a spaceship what, what was you it know, three thousand dollars
0: for a spaceship in a computer yeah. game
1: and guess what they still have not gotten that spaceship yet that one still has not even gone to the gray boxing phase which if you know anything about like development that's like way before the pre-alpha the features haven't even been locked in it in hasn't all, even hit the design like. review board yet exactly and there's still people paying money hand over fist you know i get like the daily um emails or whatever or the weekly emails from uh what is it cloud imperium
0: Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me just go contact my stockbroker and buy
1: shares in whatever that
0: guy's company is. (laughs) Jesus
1: Christ. Cool story. But that's just the thing, though. They're still Mm. incrementally coming out with stuff. They haven't given, like, a time frame as to when a finished product is coming in. Anyone who's currently using something like Star Citizen knows they're on Alpha. You're just, uh, and you just... can see the proof in the pudding, it's just yeah. taking so damn long for them to get to a point where, honestly, you have a sim like Elite Dangerous, and I have to refer to Elite Dangerous as a sim, even though it's a space thing. It is a space thing. It's sim. just that in-depth. And it... and It and, is just that in-depth, and it's more polished. And can I just it say... It feels like a complete thing.
0: It is a complete sim. It is a complete game, a complete sim, and it has a separate beta branch that in, that is is an invite only is an invite only and no purchase was mm-hmm. I think a purchase was required originally uh, or actually or maybe not I'm not sure but I have a friend of mine who's in the who's one of their official beta testers and he has a separate beta branch and they roll a, a, an update out to them um, and it's sort of like but you get a it's Sergio it reminds me back of what you were saying at the start of this at the start of this episode where we're talking about When titles used to come out when software came out you got a complete polished package and then Mm -hmm. you would get a complete polished up you know patch or get a a complete polished expansion down the track and i look at ed Mm -hmm. and go i've got an mmo i've got an mmo's um space combat sim or space transportation sim whatever you want without the monthly fee and yet i look at was it, Robert Space Industries? And I go, mm-hmm. you're making money hand over fist and
1: you've delivered <laughs> to show nothing. <laughs> and I mean, you don't get me wrong, some... they, they are making a lot of great strides as far as pushing the technology forward for gaming, yeah. for simulation, so on and so forth. But yeah. that's just the thing. The entire time that I've been, I guess, bought into Star Citizen, it has felt more like a tech demo than an actual game that they're working on.
2: So should we- They seem to be more worried about you know, pursuing new technologies. That's for sure, yeah. So yeah. should we be, as a community, should we stop using the
0: term early access? Should we be getting developers to yeah. use a new term? Should we get them to go back to being honest and saying, mm-hmm. this is a beta, you're paying for an alpha or you're paying for a beta or you're paying for a tech mm-hmm. demo? Should we as a community start be pushing to say, Stop treating us like idiots and cash cows. Should we be doing that? <laughs> that's, not right. that's, that's not going to happen. That's not going but to no, happen. But no, but no. but
1: I know. We... still hasn't given me cows yet. Hmm.
0: Look, we're, we're, the Calmugen has not upon us yet.
1: Sorry, what?
2: <laughs> we're yeah, we're in this right. position. <laughs> we are in this position. We are in this position because we put, in, we put ourselves in this position.
1: Yeah, exactly. what's the old saying that my grandmother used to say a fool and his money are soon parted yes hello we do this every day in the gaming community
2: Yeah. if we didn't grab our credit card and actually paid for this stuff it, it happened but it happened because we allowed it to not things I don't think things are going to change especially because people to have the latest thing, isn't it? You see it all over, the, yep. you know, you see it all over social networking, and you see people you no know, screaming and, and kicking because they want to. You know, just uh, I, I can't even just look at explain. Okay, explain 11.31 32 <laughs> is, Oh, this was a lot people are already people are already asking for when is explain eleven point fifty coming out?
1: What are guys. you talking about? They're asking for X-Plane 12 now.
2: Yeah, some guys are asking about it. I, 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 I've literally seen a guy, you know, just uh, listing the specs of a computer and saying, will this work on the future version of X-Plane, X-Plane 12? And we go like...
1: Have,
2: oh, I'm not... You know? Is my name Nostradamus? No. Yeah. <laughs> But you but, mentioned you know, so self-
1: it's not just X Plane, they're doing that with P three D two. I actually had everything. a guy ask me when P three D five was coming out. Dude. Yeah, I saw that. I
2: saw that, yeah. And that's the thing, people want a new thing, the novelty, you know. Whenever you, you, you watch it and it's a trend. Mm-hmm. Something is mm-hmm. coming, you know, like let's say some, like something like X plane eleven point thirty two is coming and people is oh my god, I want it so bad and then eleven 11.32 comes up, and they are immediately asking, what's coming for 11.33? Mm-hmm. You were asking for 32, you needed 32, you were eager for 32, 32 is here, and you're already asking. For... And That's what people want, and people are clearly willing to pay for it. Now, you mentioned something very interesting a few minutes ago, Tristan, mm-hmm. and it was a point that I wanted to add, um, to, add to, this, to this discussion, which is, you said that you were going to Talk to us to a stockbroker and buy some shares of whatever that guy company was, mm-hmm. right? Now, Robert here's the thing, the here's, yeah. Now, here's the thing imagine that you know, Drew has a software company and he's developing, um, you know, some cool, uh, very you know, dark, you a, know, te- te- a, a tech to, demo, yes, <laughs> yeah. No, you know, he wants to what what he wants to do. some. Mm-hmm. Um, a a, a simulator works. with okay. nothing but Tomcats. Well, yeah, I can do just, this. You know, I can do cats. this. Now, and he has this option. He can go talk to you, Tristan, and tell you, Come, buddy, I have this idea mm. here, and, I've won, and um, I need money to do this. And you are this uh, filthy rich guy, uh, which you're not, I know. I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, just for just <laughs> an example, I wish just an example, so wish. No, if, I, if, not. It, if
0: I was, if I was rich, then I'd be joining y'all in, uh, at, at flight, uh, flight yeah, next Just saying. you
2: have three cats. <laughs> Good. Uh, but the thing is, you know, you come to you and say, okay, Tristan, I have this idea. I need, I don't know, $100,000 uh, to do this. And you'd say, okay, Drew, I'm going to give you the money, uh, and I'll give the money for uh, 30% of the company, and then, you know, just spread to profits and whatever. Yeah. And then yeah. Drew goes, hmm, why don't I just release an early access version? People buy the early access. The in, in I, concept. And I don't own shit to anyone because, you know, no one will own the company but me. I'll be the owner of one. 100% of the company mm-hmm. with the money that everybody... Else is going to give me for for the access mm-hmm. uh, version, I'm going to invest that money, develop the product, still be the 100% owner of the company, owe nothing to anyone, and I don't need to give Tristan my 30% of the company. See what I'm getting at?
0: And, mm-hmm. and, and I yeah. suppose it, it goes Are back you, to, to what, what you were me. saying
2: about the the whole thing of, that
0: it was how it started as a way to be able to give indie developers and the smaller development houses are a chance to be able to get access to a cash flow, to be able to deliver a polished product. And and which I get that, um, yeah. which is a good thing. But as I said, it's the way the term has been, been used and how it's, it's been evolved. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been, it's it's been
2: abused. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's been abused and it's been destroyed. Yeah. And unfortunately, and,
1: um, yeah, as long as there are the eagle dynamics of the world or even the steams, of the world hmm. that's always going to be a thing. Basically, over the years we've made it the norm by buying into this. Every time we give these people money, we're validating that business strategy. Hmm. So so it's basically we're stuck in it. Now unless someone comes up with something else, you know, new and revolutionary, this is pretty much the status quo. Okay. This e- is Elon Musk, right
0: if now. you're watching you need to be able to throw money at um, some de- some developers to make us a new flight sim.
1: Just saying. Elon? You need to throw awesome some to money enough. at like, <laughs> Oculus and HTC so that they can start optimizing for us flight sims. Because that is still...
2: Mm, yeah. Elon Musk could up. be the... In terms of flight simulation, Elon Musk could be the next build and I, you know, and, speaking uh, of I, Bill Gates, I would love to be able to talk to Bill Gates and beg him to just start, you know, I know he's, a, he's very passionate about flight simulation. I just wish, you know, I know he's a busy man, and uh, I just wish he had the time yeah. to go back to 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 this uh, passion of, him, mm. of his and just, you know, just, just throw, throw, money it yeah, throw, at, throw money. Yeah, it. just throw money at a student that would actually do this properly from the ground up, you know, with everything we know a sim should have, with all the abilities for people to be able to mod it, to create a a full-blown ecosystem. Because, you know, Bill Gates has the money, he has the passion. I would love to see him do this. Mm. Or, as his actress, Elon Musk. So that's so pacing. so so,
0: Bill Elon, if y'all are watching, you know my email address is yes. yeah, is uh, is on the channel. Have <laughs> you, have the, video the description
2: us. below.
1: The
0: three of us we we are, will be happy to be we'll your be advisors, help you out.
2: Yes, yes um, we'll be more yeah. than happy to assist you. Just let us know, and we'll be here. And look, the I, helicopter stuff. I I think that's <laughs> um, and, and I think to to to
0: round this out, I, I think that's actually a, a really good way of of going through is the fact that at the end of the day, this is there's a few old adages I'm going to close this off with. And one is that the the behavior you, 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 uh, you walk by, or the behavior you, you, you know, you don't acknowledge or you don't complain about is the behavior you accept is the standard Mm -hmm. you accept. And that's what we've done as a gaming community, not not simmers specifically, but as a gaming and as a software development community, um, as a software user base, we we've accepted this as the norm. And, um, on the surface it seems like a good idea as you said Sergio it started off with the noblest of intentions but we've allowed it to be morphed into something which is now starting to hurt us and uh, starting to hurt us as as the end user um, by having that we end up with products that never leave beta um, products mm-hmm. that that get into, that are being sold off as uh, you know as a beta or as a clo- as a as a release product when barely it would barely qualify for a pre alpha so there's a a lot of issues with it, and at the end of the day, the other adage that we all know is that if you throw enough time and money at something, it will succeed. Um, and again, a way potentially to raise some of that capital is, of course, doing this. So, um, but yeah, I think it was a good chance to be able to discuss that because it's been various you know things and happening over the community over the last few years. And um, the, and the other I thing, want, to remember I, that... want
2: to ask... I want to ask something to Drew. Oh, I want yeah. to ask something. Yeah. yeah. I know you cannot talk about it. I know you cannot talk about it. Okay. You cannot talk about it. I know that, but I wanted to ask something. I want to, yeah, it's just, no, it's just a very simple, I don't get into an,
1: Is it a yes, I, no one, question? Because I can answer a yes, no it is, question. It is. Can it neither it confirm
2: nor deny. It is. It is. Yeah. No, it is. Look, we're, we're talk, we've been talking about this early access thing and how bad, how good it is. There, mm-hmm. there, I think there are good examples, and although, not. I, I don't believe it's, one hundred percent directly influenced by the early access sales, but we have good examples in the community, and um, uh, I, I, well, uh, I know, I know, uh, I've known the, the 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 Hitler guy, today for some time, and you know, the hard work they've been putting into into the tomcat Mm -hmm. thing is we have amazingly awesome good examples and the tomcat is going to be march the 13th it's an official date so it's it's not something that an official date my question is drew as Mm -hmm. an early access product is it good yes or no you
1: yes and that's not just speaking from bias i can neither confirm nor deny but yes it is a very good that's,
2: product. that is a good example of how early access could be because, right. that's, because you're getting that's what happens
1: when you do it right because you're yeah, getting a,
2: you're getting a product that when
0: you receive it as an early access product you are getting the beta you are getting a feature complete mm-hmm. product that's there that had some of the bugs ironed out but there are still ones present and you need the you know the wider community to help out find out the rest Um,
1: and and especially with Heatblur in particular they've been very transparent with what their plans were they have told us from day one aside from you know when their release window was they've always said like the end of winter they've also said when you get the tomcat you will get this model you will get this you will get this and you will get this and you can pretty much checklist all of the items they're on point you're going to get what you said they were going to get Hmm. now everything that that comes after is all the the wish list items that you know they wanted to do but they couldn't do but were not critical Hmm. for the release of the product so they've actually done it right in my opinion
0: and that's uh, yeah, and that's reassuring to to hear that you know we we've got as I said, and and and, think... I know, and I know from what I've
2: seen the early access beginning, they were very advanced already, so they did not rely solely on the money of people that were purchasing into early access. Mm-hmm. They did it right. They re- they did the pre-, the pre release of the early access release when they were pretty much sure that they were one hundred percent able to fulfill. The, the promises mm-hmm. they were making to the community and this is the most important. I'm okay with companies doing this mm. if they fulfill the promises and if they do it the right way. And I think right. Hitler is a great example. And yeah. I, I I didn't have access. I don't have access. Um, I don't, but I've seen the videos and I've seen what's behind the, the development project. Yeah. And uh, I think that Hitler is, is doing it how it should it should be done that that is the thing and they are the, they are one of the examples
1: right all the other they're going to be setting people. the bar basically they yeah. are definitely setting the bar for all present and future uh, eagle dynamics third-party developers yeah. a lot of people there are going go. to be paying attention to what's going on with the production of the tomcat you had a clear indicator as to what was happening from the vegan because you saw how that came out There wasn't much that they really needed to fix after it was released And it was only stuff that had been nagging that they were trying to sort out mm. But I mean especially with stuff like the Tomcat coming out. Yeah, we're getting a full product If you bought into the Tomcat, the only thing I could say is just have a little bit of patience March 13th is not that far away and hopefully this video will go up like shortly before <laughs> then <laughs> But yeah. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it believe. here first. You heard it here first. Um, trust and believe it will be worth it. So, I
0: said, to, to wrap up, folks, I mean, that's a, a good way of doing it, but I think it's uh, important that we as a community look for these examples of where early access is done right. And we start remembering that a couple of things about early access is that one, you're buying into a product that is not finished. Um, right. And if you actually want to be part of that you know, if you buy into an early access product, you need to remember that you are buying an unfinished product. So if the product either doesn't progress or um, doesn't improve the way you want or doesn't work the way you expect, then that was your lot, as it were, yeah, as buying decision. an early, yeah. early access product. If, you're, if you want the product but you want to wait till it's stable and ready to release then you wait. Which is perfectly fine. Which is perfectly, that's perfectly fine. Perfectly and fine. that's a perfectly fine way yeah. to do it, but you wait. Um...
1: But just remember, when you buy into a beta, you're not just considered a customer.
0: You're a tester. You are
1: now part of the testing team. Yeah. So there are certain requirements of you. If you're looking into getting it because, hey, you want to be able to see it before anybody else, that's all fine and well, but contribute something to the community to help Yes. Everybody else that's decided to wait because you decided you did not want to wait, and so that's be, the part that I think people tend to forget. Exactly.
0: So be proactive, be part of that, and be part of the community that you that you've in, that you've been able to draw on so, so much. You know, give back a little bit. So. With those fine words of wisdom, that is going to round out our first episode of 2019. Thank you very much for joining us. And thank you very much for your patience as we uh, were on our Christmas break. And uh, I do want to say thank you very much to my two fellow grumpies uh, for this episode, as always. Uh, thank you very much to Mr. Sergio from Hellysimma.com. Hi, guys. And thank you very much to our Tom, uh, resident Tomcat expert, Mr. Belgio. Thanks, Drew.
1: Uh yeah, Captain. (laughs) Ciao. All right, folks, don't forget to check
0: out helisimmer.com's website and their YouTube channel for all your helicopter and simulation commentary and needs. And uh, don't forget to check out Drew's channel for all your Tom Cattery episodes, as well as various other explorations through various simulation worlds. And, of course, don't forget, folks, my name's been NovaWing24. Don't forget to hit that like, like and subscribe button to enjoy these episodes and more. Thank you very much for joining us. Take care. Safe skies to all. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now.